How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 84 with Andrew Michan. So, disclaimer, we talked a lot about games, and it was awesome. We talked about board games, card games, video games. We talked about movies and TV shows. We talked about comedy. We covered a lot. So, listen to this episode, and you'll probably learn something about games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Go there, comment, question, review, uh, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you're listening to this on. Duplex Comedy Suplex was so awesome. We had James Davis, we had Matt Donaher, and Lisa Best, and myself, and it was a lot of fun. Um, thanks for everyone who keeps coming out and supporting, and um, yeah, just uh, keep spreading the word. Keep telling everyone about it. Keep telling everyone. Um, spread the word. It's been a lot of fun doing it, and it's going to continue to be a lot of fun doing it every week. Every Thursday, we're here. Duplex Comedy Suplex. Uh, my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. And I still have a donate button on um, yamatat.com through PayPal. Um, anything would help uh, a lot. So thanks ahead of time, and go ahead and yam it up now with me and Andrew Michan. We haven't done any tournaments or anything, but mm. it's, uh, it's, it's really me fun. right here. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. You got a coaster if you want to use it. I saw that. I will use it. Yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it right down here. It's for the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear ya. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what kind of deck are you running in Magic right now? I mean, right now I have a, um, I don't know, I built, like, I built a deck from just all Origins cards, and it's, okay. like, white-green, it's good. White-green? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Half and half, or more of one... It's kind of half and half, yeah. I would say. I yeah. probably the best way to do it is half and half, It's right? good. There's some cool cards. I have, this, there's just one card that's really powerful. I have two of them. It's called a Mana Gorger Hydra, and it, like, it's just a 1-1 one -one with Trample, but wait, that's green. Yeah, it's green. Yeah. Okay. It's a one with trample. I think it's three mana. But anytime any player casts a spell, it gets a one-one counter on it. So oh. if they don't kill it quickly by like turn six, it's like a nine-nine or something. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So wait, how much does it cost to put out? Three. Three mana. It's really cheap. That's but awesome. the thing is, if they can remove it right away, you're it's got, it's not a threat. That's but true. it's a it comes like a nine-nine with trample. It's like there's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like just gonna. It's crazy. So <laughs> that's pretty good. My friend Aldrin had, runs blue, red, or no, red, green. Are you recording already? Or Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Talk about magic. This is going to just start off <laughs> something very relatable. Let's just start off relatable with different magic colors. <laughs> oh, brother. <coughs> red, green. But when he runs his red, blue deck, and I'm, I'm putting out creatures and stuff, he's mm -hmm. like, Put that back in your hand. Put that back yeah, in your hand. Yeah, it's quite like, annoying. Oh, blue. Yeah, no. blue is really annoying. I mean, I'm very new. I've only been playing this year, but it's like, I was hesitant to join. It's just very effective, though. Oh, the, the, the blue? put it back yeah. in your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hesitant to start playing Magic just because it sounds like, you know, there's, such a, commitment. there's, there's, a, there's such a back catalog of yeah, cards to yeah. learn, and, the, and there's so much stuff going on that I was. A, it seems a bit overwhelming at first. But my friend Zed just kept saying, oh, it's the best game, it's the best game, because I play so many board games and stuff. And I was yeah. just really hesitant. 
And then once I finally learned, I was like, okay, this is the best game. Ever. <laughs> it's the best game ever made. It's kind of it sucks that it's the best game ever made, and there's so much to learn, but it, it is. Yeah. It's really good. It's so good. I mean, it's like a. I've I've heard it described as like a mix between poker and chess because it like it has yeah. like the kind of luck element of poker a little bit. And then you read the other person too. Yeah. You'd be like what are they and building? Yeah. Towards? Or and uh, I think the reason why people like it so much and the reason why it draws people in and my friend Zed described it to me this way. The thing about chess is it's like if there's a chess expert and he teaches someone how to play chess, that person will never beat him for like years. You know what I mean? The expert yeah. will always win every yeah. game. Yeah. But with magic, because there's kind of like weird synergy and weird luck stuff going on, yeah, yeah. I could teach you magic magic and within the first couple games you could beat me yep. and just because of the way the cards that you get and they work well and you kind of are able to ramp up and stuff so for that reason it's like as soon as you learn you have fun because you can win and it's like it's it, it's that the goal of winning is is there it's mm -hmm. in your sights whereas if you're playing chess against someone it's just like okay i'm never going to beat you because you're much better than me <laughs> yeah so i think that's why people get into it right away i wonder how it would be to play because like we're talking about magic the gathering by the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes people will be, be like, oh, I'm playing Magic. And they'll be like, oh, like, tri like Magic like Magic Tricks? They just Illusions? don't get it, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because it's been around since the 90s and it's yeah. very popular. Mm -hmm. um, but some people just don't encounter it. Oh, there's another game. Uh, it's also head-to-head -head Star Realms. Have you played that one? Yeah, it's okay. Drafting, I think it's okay. Have you played it with... I own it. I mean, I play it. But oh, okay. I'm not super into it. All with right. the expansions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have. I think it's pretty good. But I don't know... That it's game feels cool. so much luck based. I like Netrunner. I Have think you Net played Runner. that with four people? No, I didn't Star know. Realms? I didn't know you could do that. Because you can buy another starter oh. deck or whatever, and then you can expand oh, okay. it out. And then that same guy who made Star Realms made one called Epic. Oh, I don't uh, know. It. Epic card game. Oh, I don't know. It. And that one just ended its Kickstarter a little oh. bit ago. That's cool. I like, um, for drafting, I like, uh, what the heck? Dominion. I think Dominion is quite good. Mm. Um. Yeah, I played Dominion a little bit before I'd ever played uh, Magic or anything, and I don't know. the The Did person, the person who uh, showed me Dominion, mm -hmm. me and my friends Dominion, was like, "Oh, it's the best game ever! You guys got it!" Like, yeah, so I don't it was play like, it often. I've only it played it a few times. Super like oh, hyped before right. I even played it, and I was like, "It's it's cool." Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. From, <laughs> move on from these polarizing issues here. <laughs> um, what about? Uh, so what other board games do you play? I mean, I play a lot. I have, like, a group that we play, a group of, yeah. like, me and three friends, like, mostly comics, and we play board games a lot. Nice. Um, we play this game called Santiago, which is out of print, and it's, like, a... I guess it's, it's like, a... I don't know how I would describe it. You're basically planting these crops and then getting them watered, and one player each round, whoever bid the lowest, it's, you're bidding on these the first pick of the crops. Whoever bid the lowest is the canal overseer. So that person decides where the water goes, and the water wa waters the crops. Ooh. And everyone else bribes the canal overseer to put it where they want it. <laughs> and it's the canal overseer's job to choose which bribe they want to take or pay more to choose put it where they want to. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. The mechanics of that game are strange because it's one of those games where it's like, the money you're dealing with is very low. It's like $1 to $4 or yeah. whatever for most bribes and stuff. And so it's very specific. Like, I either do one or two, and you have to think quite a long time what would be the best. So, like, the the, the margins of, of profit are very small. Yeah. So the decisions you make are quite, like, specific. It's probably hard to start making money. Yeah. Because you're... It's really... First, you it's have very to have crops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. It's like, oh, I lost money this round because I spent too much on buying it or whatever. Yeah. It's an interesting game. Have you played Castaways? No. Or Robinson Crusoe? Uh-uh. Okay. 
yeah, you're stranded on good? an island. You have to get out. Yeah, I mean, I like most games. I mean, yeah, I, I think I. Arkham Horror. I've heard of it. I haven't played it. I think in the end, after playing a lot of games, I just, I really like games that, it's very important to me that a game has social interaction. I don't like games where everyone's individually doing their own thing, because it can just be kind of boring, and what's the point of playing with friends at that point? I think social interaction is good, and I think less luck is good. I think more strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Arkham Horror. It's good. All right. Strategy. I'll look into it. Yeah, and it's co-op, too. Okay, I like that. I like, Um, have you played Hanabi? It's a real, yeah, real simple just, co-op I game. I just it's played good. it uh, at Game House a couple days ago. It's fun, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good game. Because you're like, I know nothing about that. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> co-op games, yeah, it's a really good, simple co-op game. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about Zombicide? Have you played that one? Uh-uh. Or Battlestar? I've heard about Battlestar. Yeah. That's supposed to be really good. That's the one where the people are this robots and they don't know it or something like yep. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find out halfway through, you're right. like, I've been asylum the whole that's time. That's funny, yeah. I've heard I it's really good. I can't tell anyone yeah, that it's I have kind of, to destroy yeah. them. I've heard this <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's long, though. That's like a four-hour game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twilight Imperium, me and three other friends played it and it took us nine and a half hours. Yeah. And no one ended up attacking anyone. Oh. But my buddy Tyler won because he had like the most uh, Very weird influence. I played... Uh, <laughs> Diplomacy once, you know about that? I've heard about it. That's another game that takes 10 hours or something, and it's like very interesting. Um, We played that at Meltdown. No, it's it's basically risk with no luck, but you form these alliances and you talk about what you're going to do and you kind of plan your, your strategy together, but then you can, you go and you write down your orders in secret and then oh. all the orders get resolved at the same time. Were you and Brent playing that one time at Meltdown? At Meltdown we were, yeah. Oh, okay. It was like me, Brent, Ryan Singer. Um, it was a lot of people. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think of games where it's like, 40 players play werewolf? That doesn't, I don't know, that seems too crazy. The thing, the thing that gets me about werewolf every time is like, once you're dead, don't well, talk. Yeah, that's why I play One Night <laughs> Ultimate Werewolf, if you play that. It's just, it's just One Night, time, yeah, yeah. and then Resistance as well, is, is just, <coughs> which is similar, but you don't die. I just yeah. don't like those games where you just die, and then you're like, okay... <laughs> So I'm just I'll gonna wait, sit around. I'll wait off here to the side. Yeah. Terra Mystica, that's a really cool one. Mm. You've played I've that one? I've seen it. No, I've just looked at it online and stuff. A lot of moving pieces. Oh, You're yeah. Like, uh, okay, do I want to go magic? Do I want to. Yeah. Hmm. How do I want to kill everyone? Right, right. But really, you're just getting victory points. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so how long have you been doing stand up for? Um, like three weeks, I think. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like, since. <laughs> It's three like t- minutes since like two yeah <laughs> since like 2009 or 2008 okay yeah cool. started yeah, same in, um, okay so cool about six years yeah i started in college and then just kind of i started in portland which is i think a good place to start and i did like bridgetown the first few years i was doing stand-up nice. like three or four times which is really fun and that was like a good way to kind of see a bit into the future as far as like people being really good and professional and funny and yeah. kind of like getting an understanding of what all that is so while, while you're up there uh just living in Portland, like uh-huh. Bridgetown, and so then I'm, I'm sure there's, like, some, like, locals-only Bridgetown, or was it, like, did you get, like, up there, like, big, the big stage? No, I was doing some decent shows at Bridgetown. I, I hosted a show for a long time in Portland that was, like, th- at the time, the best monthly show in Portland yeah. or whatever, so we, um... What's it called? It was called Comedy is Okay. I did it with this, my friend Mikey, <laughs> who lives down here now, and 
it was fun. It was like, so we were able to do that at Bridgetown. So we had like big names on our show yeah, every time awesome. we did. Like we had Rory Scovel the first year and yes. I don't know. So we did, that was like a big show, but then other, yeah. I mean, the thing about Bridgetown is a lot of like, even the smaller shows are Pop-ups, good. Right? Yeah. It the small like, shows are good. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's all fun and well done. Yeah, what's uh, what's life like in Portland? I really don't. I mean, it's nice. How, um, I how went to college close there. Is Portlandia when they? I mean, that's a for some of the stuff. Yeah, no, I mean those. I think a lot of the Portlandia characters and a lot of the situations <laughs> are things that are Based can maybe be found there yeah, for yeah. sure. But then it's a heightened, exaggerated version of it, and yeah, it's also course. like that's not stuff you encounter every day. But I mean, you know, they have like that feminist bookstore thing, which like there is like a feminist bookstore in Portland, yeah. or they have like people waiting in line for brunch for hours, which like does happen. Mm-hmm. So it is all like from a place of of reality, but then the characters are a bit more absurd, I yeah. think. Yeah. But it is like a weird, quirky town where people are trying to be unique and stand out and just like create this identity for themselves <laughs> that feels fake or something like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of like posers and front fronting you know my bike has six wheels yeah it's like does your bike need to be 20 feet tall to get to the store it's like so stupid but it's fine i mean if that's what you need to do to be happy or whatever I don't oh know. man i would love to see one of those like giant like really tall bike rider guys and then like uh just a hanging power line yeah i know it's like so not that crazy. they get electrocuted just no. knocked off their bike yeah it's like so silly it's so silly but that's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, people trying really hard to create this identity for themselves. A lot and of it's creative like, facial hair there? Yeah, stuff like that. Or yeah. it's like, all right, like, is that really who you are? Or is that just this thing you <laughs> Or is you're this doing? Portland you? Yeah. When you move away know. from Portland, are you going to be different? Yeah, it feels... <laughs> but, I mean, people there are nice and it's beautiful and... Yeah, it's like a good, a high quality of living. Yeah, I wanna, like I wanna visit. It's good. I, it's I'm still never go for, go in the summer. There's like beautiful rivers and lakes to swim in close by. It's a really nice, pleasant place to be and yeah. to grow up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to try, because uh, everyone always talks about Voodoo Donuts. I still need to try Donut Friend. I've heard Donut here. Friend is good. Voodoo Donuts. I mean, it's just like a quirky donut place. It's not like incredible donuts or anything. Yeah. They're just donuts. And um, then yeah, Donut Friend, and there's another one out here, but I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I think the donut friend place sounds better, like more quality. Yeah. Than they're like, the, we put Snickers in this. Sure. <laughs> maybe it's a quality, but something. Something there. Quantity. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> something. We're not about quality here. Yeah. It's all about quantity. Something like that. How many do you want? Uh, so what are what are some like comedy goals you have? I don't know. Just do more stand up and. Uh, feel good about what i'm doing and then see what happens from that i guess just constantly trying to yeah get better and i feel like being in la it's really nice because everyone's like i like doing comedy here so much more than in portland because it's like people are funny not that people in portland are funny but it's just like you're constantly surrounded by people who are really inspiring and who are really good and it's like oh i like what that person did i like this person's thing like why do i like that what can i do to make myself better it's just like the level of the bar is raised so high that that i think you grow a lot faster and you have a bit more self-reflexivity or something or self-reflectiveness i feel like if you're in a smaller scene it kind of leads to a lot of complacency where people are just kind of encouraging or encouraging each other to stay the same Yeah. Yeah, yeah which i think isn't even just comedy i think Portland in general sometimes has like 
an overall citywide lack of ambition because the quality of living is so high and the cost of living is so low and people are so nice and accommodating. It's like, yeah. oh, we'll all just chill. And <laughs> it's like, you'll like have an idea for a project and you'll talk to someone about it. Like, yeah, let's totally do this, do that. And then six months later, no one's done anything. Yeah. I think yeah. that happens a lot. So I think being in a city like Los Angeles, which is like more of a grind or more of a struggle or whatever, yeah. same with New York, it like encourages people to, to develop faster and to act on things in a serious way, which is just like, for me, I like that a lot more. Yeah, it's I I like that too. Like the the pressure of like, well, everyone's doing stuff. Yeah. Do stuff. Even like this podcast, like, <laughs> you sent me a message yesterday, like, hey, do you want to do my podcast? I was like, yeah, sure. When? And you're like, oh, tomorrow. And I was like, okay, sure. Whereas if that were important, it's like, hey, you want to do my podcast sometime? Yeah, totally. And then like three months later, we see each other at a bar. You're like, we gotta do it, man. And then it just like never happens. It's like just fucking do it. And, yeah. And I don't know. Commit to it. Do it. Uh, I, I did feel that, that way of complacency in San Diego before I moved up here. Okay. Because I was like, it's so beautiful down here. Yeah, yeah. I've got a job. <clears throat> and I was like, but i got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be challenged, challenged, I think. Yeah. That encourages growth. And then, once you grow... You're going to keep on growing. Yeah, keep growing. Yeah. We're like trees. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> And some of us, yeah, we get chopped down. Uh-huh. We get turned into newspaper. Yeah. We get turned into books. But you know what people do with books and newspapers? They burn them. <laughs> I don't know. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. They, they burn them, them after they, they read They learn. Them. They learn them. <laughs> they learn them and burn them. Yeah. The old learn and burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I have a few questions I always ask. Yeah. What um what's your favorite part about doing stand up? Um I like uh let me think. I mean just performing and being able to to like come up with something that seems silly and to have it be responded to well. And also I am also a very social person. I like the social aspect of it. I like the fact that like doing work is inherently being social and being out and talking to people and meeting people. Yeah. That's kind of nice where it's like, "Oh, if I have a show every night, I'm going to talk, see a bunch of friends and meet a bunch of people every night. And that's just nice. It's yeah. just like kind of a good, and it's something I maybe would have been doing anyway. Yeah. Well, but it'd be hard. I think if you didn't do comedy, I feel like oh, it'd be yeah, hard yeah. to have as diverse and as There's fulfilling something... of a social yeah. life. Like not that it's impossible to have a social life outside of that, but like, I can't think of any other like profession where your job is to like be out every day meeting people and interacting with people and seeing friends like i guess if you have a neighborhood bar you could go there every night but this i don't know it feels like more unique or something yeah, to yeah. just like be in a new you know you're like at a new bar or club every night meeting people and doing stuff and being funny i don't know it's like really good i yeah. think what uh, for me i love um even just like after a show yeah and then just like riffing bits yeah just like hanging out with people you respect and who you like but the other side of that is it's like if you don't like someone in the comedy scene it's like oh get used to seeing them literally every day because they're gonna be a huge part of your life it sucks and if you can't take it go back to portland yeah well it's even more there i think seeing the same people every day here at least the scene is bigger but yeah i mean there's people it's so funny to have like people you don't really like who you just see almost every day you know multiple times a week yeah. but i guess it's like that if you have a coworker you don't like it's the same thing oh yeah yeah oh i've been there <laughs> oh yeah i i uh there's this one coworker. she was a manager but she wasn't my manager and she would always like micromanage mm-hmm. me 
But mm. my manager sat right next to me. Huh. So I'd be like, talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, people have small amounts of power. Yeah. I'm in charge of some people. I'm in charge of everyone. Yeah. No, you're not. Get out of here. Huh. Yeah. Um, oh. Back to uh, board games real quick. Uh-huh, Firefly, sure. the board game? Do I don't that? know it. I know the show. Is it based on the television show? Yeah, it's really good. Hmm. There's like three or four expansions now. And it's already a... Like, with three players, you'll get done with the game of Firefly in like four hours. Oh, that's too long. (laughs) (laughs) I like like games that take less than an hour. Just because... I mean, no, but games like that, it is fun. I get it. But it's just hard to find the... Like the time, time or the yeah. group, you know. Yeah, it's quite an investment. It's it's cool. It's really satisfying when you get one of those games all the way through because you're like, wow, there was a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. Like I could do this better next time, and like, even even when you lose, you're like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah, that's a sign of a good game where it's like, when you lost, did you want to play again? Yeah, and you yeah. still made good moves <laughs> that you're proud of and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. So what do you what do you got going now? Are you doing are you doing comedy as your job? That's the other question that I. Um, yeah, I mean a combination of doing stand up and 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 uh, like, you know, trying to do small acting things like auditioning for commercials and stuff yeah, like that. Same. When I first moved here, I was doing a lot of like production assistant jobs and yep. stuff, which is very time consuming and, and energy sapping and not fulfilling. It's yep. like oh, I'm gonna work twelve hours and I'm not gonna be able to do stand up, and then it's like just difficult to. Yeah, I've done that to, too. To make those things compatible. Mm-hmm. So now I'm able to do making money, like doing some more stand up and like trying to do like shows, like colleges and stuff outside of town and yeah. like stuff like that. You got NACA? No, I just like I've set up some small stuff opening for a friend and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. Stuff like that. And then um, auditioning for commercials, which is very fulfilling and fun. <laughs> and always, always really. Fulfilling. I mean, yeah. like, hey, every time I've gone gone out to an audition, I'm like, wow, there's so much potential here. Yeah, you just you get it. You know, you get feedback. You feel like you know what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right, and you meet lasting friendships. And yeah, no, it's like the stupidest, but it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's oh man, I like the ones. I like the ones where I'll submit to it, and it's like booking off of photo and I'm like good that way if that's I don't better, get it back yeah, <laughs> I mean, you I've just had, didn't like my photo well, that's better than like going to a place driving 40 minutes going to a place they take your photo and then you leave and you're like okay you just took my photograph like that is so stupid what a waste of time yeah Andrew I don't think that was an audition yeah no it was I was, I was nude and they were they were cool it was like classic audition I was nude and yeah. they were cool yeah that's what happens yeah they told me it was for science. Yeah. I believed them because... I'm gonna get it. They paid me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is... I don't know. That is... I mean, it's it's stupid, but it's part of... It's part of... Part of all of it. Because the alternative... What would the alternative be? Not wasting uh, your time? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Skype? Yeah. Just everyone have Skype and do it that way? No, it's fine. Yeah. They... You need to get a vibe in the room. Yeah. 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 I get it. It's funny the ones where you're like, I think I did pretty good. Yeah. And then and you then don't, don't hear. Hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Either either I didn't do very good or someone else did better. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's no way that. 
Yeah. It's... I mean, I could, I could call and ask. Yeah. For a list of the names and then ask all of those guys. How yeah, they definitely think they do they that. Did. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> Great way to spend your time. Such a waste. Oh. Uh, what's uh, what's something you uh, miss about Portland? Or is that the only place you lived before here? Um, as an adult, yeah. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Colorado. I went okay. to like high school there, but I don't, I don't really identify with Colorado. I don't really talk to anyone from there besides my family. My mom, as soon as I graduated high school, she moved from the town I grew up into a smaller town a few hours away. So yeah. it's like, I went to my hometown just this last couple, like two weeks ago. I was visiting my mom. And I went to my hometown to see a teacher of mine from high school who I still keep in touch with. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd even been there in four years, and I didn't, like, try and see any friends or anything. I just yeah. don't really... You weren't like, ah, oh, Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I grew up in a town with, you know, 100 people at my public high school. It's, what? like, so small. Like, I 100 graduated... people in the whole school? Yeah, I graduated with, like, 28 kids or something. And Whoa. not only that, but it's the only public high school in, like, a 45-minute radius. It's in the middle of the mountains in the middle of nowhere. It's, like, so brutally small Whoa. that it was, like... I knew as soon as I left, it was, like... I'm only friends with a lot of these people because the the, the pool is so small to draw it was, you from. Were forced into it. Yeah, not that I like didn't have good friends and stuff, but <laughs> they were it all was, shit. No, they were all shit. It was just like I didn't have a lot in common with them. It wasn't like it wasn't like I had these deep <laughs> friendships that are gonna last my whole life. It was more yeah. just like oh these are these are people I like, but it's not you know I'm gonna separate myself from this as soon as I leave. I graduated high school at 17. I skipped a year. I went to Portland and then I like just lived there and so that's kind of the only place that like I if people ask me where I'm from, I just say Portland because it feels like. Like a, home. the place where I started comedy, B, the place I identify most with, and yeah. C, the place where I think I've grown the most as a person, or yeah. something like that. Because cool. I live from, like, 17 to 25, which feels like a more influential age for me than, like, 9 to 17. Yeah, I moved around a lot, and uh, I ended up in San Diego County 2006 to till last year. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, San Diego County. Mm-hmm. I, I also throw in county because if people are like, Ah, oh, San Diego. So you must like uh, Padres games. Oh or, right, like, you were in the suburbs. I was Forty or minutes away. Oh yeah. wow, wow, very far. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, but missing about what I missed in Portland. I mean, just friendship, people, people. I guess I don't really. Whenever I visit the city, I go up there for comedy semi often, and um, you know, I like it, and the food is good, and pe- you know, and it's like a fine place, but I in no way ever want to live there again and yeah. don't miss really anything about it besides my friends. <laughs> yeah. It's just a small market, small small stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really it's really beneficial for a comic to live here in New York. I just like being here. Yeah. I mean, and even Chicago outside of, too. Even like, outside of comedy, I just like the city more. I like being in a big city. I like, yeah. I like running into new people and new situations constantly. There's always something great going on. Yeah, there's always like I'm. Yeah, I've never am bored or have a lack of stuff to do or I don't know. I just like it here so much that I don't really miss anything. Yeah, have you heard of uh, Lindsay Ames' show, uh, My Diary? Oh yeah, my friend Brent is doing that tonight. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Are you going to that tonight? <laughs> I think I am. Yeah. Oh okay. Oh, what man. about it? It's just such a great concept where it's like, yeah, these comics are gonna read old entries from their diary. But they're like real entries, it. or yeah, oh yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's I went to one of them and Milana Vintrub, mm-hmm. yeah, she was like, "Does anyone in the crowd beatbox?" Oh. And I was like, "I do." Oh, and she was like, Cause "This last one isn't very good entry unless there's like ha. music behind it." That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really fun show though because you're like, "Oh, oh, this is what you were like when you were little." Yeah, okay. yeah. That sounds like I'll have to check it out. I wanted to go tonight, but I'm doing a show. Yeah. Where's the show tonight? 
actually in Manhattan Beach, which I've never, I've never gone that far to do a show, but Matthew Broussard was like, oh, there's this good show, you should try and do it, and so I just sent him a message, and I don't know, we'll see. It's like a good lineup and stuff, I don't know, apparently it's a good show, I don't What's know. What's the show called? It's at some place called Poncho's? I don't know, I, I, would ne- I wouldn't normally want to drive that far to do a stand-up show, but he said it was good, and I didn't have something going on, so <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, why not? We'll see. Listen to a book on tape <laughs> on the way over. No, on stage. On stage, yeah. That's what I mean. Use my time wisely. <laughs> your whole ten minutes, and then you're like, ah. Yeah, very good chapter. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just getting your reactions. <laughs> I heard there's someone who goes up right now, and they're, they'll eat carrots for ten minutes. Sounds incredible. <laughs> like a stand-up person? Yeah. Do they talk about anything? No. Nope. They oh, just ate carrots. For- <laughs> so boring. I just think that, like, that's so self-indulgent and stupid. There's so many people I see who are doing stand-up, and it's like, oh, did you forget this is supposed to be entertainment? You know what I mean? It's like, they're just, it's like self-indulgent. They'll just, like, talk about, like, sad or depressing stuff that isn't funny and doesn't have a point and doesn't have a punchline. Yeah. And they're just like... Feels like a story. Yeah, you'll have so. someone who walk up there, and they're just like, mm, I don't know, what did I have for lunch? I had lunch today, and yeah, I had dinner, and... Yeah, what else? Uh, what else? What do you guys want to talk about? It's like, dude, you're supposed to be entertaining people. No, That's the entire impetus material. for this Go entire on. situation. Like, <laughs> it's so annoying. What did you have for lunch? It's like, just be entertaining or don't do comedy. <laughs> it's so self-indulgent and annoying. I hate it. Did you get the brisket? Yeah. How was it? It's like... Not that you can't do that in a funny way, but it's like, you're going to go up there with no plan yeah. and no concept of what you're going to do and then you're going to like ask the audience for something to talk about it's like what do you understand the the, the negotiation the situation is supposed to be happening it's so weird you didn't prepare for this yeah I just, hate, I just hate people who don't get make an effort because it's like there are plenty of people who will make an effort and who will be entertaining and it's like it's just i don't know it's annoying yeah yeah i feel that yeah um i think also i see a lot of people who were like successful do that too where it's like they, they reach a certain level of, of success and then they'll stop trying as hard. Or like more comfortable. Yeah, in, they're just like more like comfortable and it's like, I find it kind of boring to watch where it's like, okay, you've had some stuff go well for you. So we now you're going to, so now yeah. you're going to, yeah, now you're just going to treat this like it's like so casual and so not a big deal that you're not even going to have jokes. It's just frustrating. <laughs> it's like, listen. I'm kind of a big deal now. Yeah, and there's a... I mean, and I understand some people have a certain personality that is more casual. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the people who are good with that personality still manage to be entertaining, have specific things they're going to talk about, and do it in a way that is, like, unique and funny. Mm -hmm. Instead of just talking about nothing. And it's rewarding for us as the audience, because you're like, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was was comedy. (laughs) (laughs) That's how comedy works. But I think doing when you're doing it every night and you're at shows every night, you become a lot more judgmental. Like sometimes I'll like, I'll be at a show or, or a friend will come to a show of mine and yeah. and I'll like afterwards I'll be like, oh that was so annoying when blah 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 happened and they'll be like, oh I don't know I thought it was funny and I'm just like yeah but it was just <laughs> the way it was not like they didn't make an effort it was frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. Yes you do. Yeah I do know. <laughs> Oh, uh, back uh, back to board games again. Uh huh. Because we've been talking about bringing it, it back. Yeah, what are what are some of your other favorite board games? Um, I like this game called Chinatown a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. That's one of those games that hits all the points I was talking about about being social and there's a bit of luck to it, but it's basically like a just like a 
like a balls out trading game okay. where there's three resources in the game. There are shop tiles, which is like little shops that you can build. Yeah. There are spaces on the board where you can build the shops, and there there's money. And the point of the game is to build like shop tiles, like like restaurant. There's like restaurant shop tiles to build a bunch of them next to each other. Yeah, yeah. To get and bonuses. You, and you get bonuses when you have like more of the same next to each other. Yeah. And it's like six restaurant tiles to complete a restaurant on a city block. Oh. It's in New York City Chinatown, cool. like the 1930s or something. Okay. Anyway. But the cool thing about it is you get a certain number of shop tiles, you get a certain number of spaces on the board, and you get a certain number of money. And then the round starts, and everyone trades everything with everyone. You can trade money for shop tiles, spaces for money, like anything goes, yeah. and it all happens at the same time. So as soon as it's like, as soon as the round starts, oh, no. everyone's yelling at each other trying to trade. <laughs> and it just creates such a fun, crazy is situation. Is there a timer on the trade? You can play with the timer, yeah. but usually it's just like, it'll all kind of settle down, and yeah, no yeah, one yeah. will have anything more to trade, or no one will want to trade anything. Yeah. It's just kind of fun, because it's like, you know, if there's a space and you're next to two people and they're both yelling at you trying to give you more for it, it's just like a really fun, and then at the end of the round you get money based on what you have on the board, and then it's just six rounds of that. It's just yeah. really fun, and like, that's one of my favorite games. That's cool. Have um, you played Suburbia? I've played it. I like it. Yeah. I've only played it once, but I like it. It's kind of, it's interesting. You yeah. build your suburb. Yeah, I like it. I like the, I like the theme. I like the mechanics. It's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's fun once you get, like, money generating. It's only happened to me a couple times, but then you're like... I'm gonna build a movie theater. Oh yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah, build, yeah. Like... <laughs> some fun stuff. There's a game called Tammany Hall, which I really like. Kay. I don't know if you played that. Heard of it? I haven't played it. It's like that game is like one of those games where it's like, man, this is. I like games where it's kind of unclear what the best move is. I don't like games where any time it's your turn, if you're a good enough player, it's always very obvious what the best move is. That's why Settlers of Catan. I used to like it a lot. I don't really like it anymore because it's just like, oh, this is obviously the best thing I can possibly do, so I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Because it's like at that point, if you're all good, then it's like who's gonna win just depends on like almost like a couple random luck things and because the, everyone's making the best choices possible. Yeah. Whereas a game like Tammany Hall and Chinatown, sometimes the logic is a bit more like obscure yeah. and it's kind of like oh i'm not sure if this is the best move or this is the best move i'm gonna take a risk on one of them yeah and i like it when it's not clear how things are gonna play out yeah because the strategy builds and you're like oh now i have to really think. yeah i just like strategy that is less clear-cut that's cool have you played Catan with any of the expansions because I... yeah i've played a lot of the expansions and believe me Catan is what got me into board games like i like the game i played yeah, it a yeah. lot in college i own it and i own expansions and all this stuff but i don't play it anymore because of the luck factor and because of the kind of best choice the best scenario is always quite clear I yeah think. but it's a good game i respect it and i think it's great and i encourage people who don't play a lot of board games it's to start there yeah it's a good it's start into and it has trading because it has trading i think the social interaction is fun mm -hmm. you create fun jokes about like trading stuff and the economy changes and stuff yeah it's a good game i just don't play it much uh pandemic mm. don't like it i think it suffers from the same thing i was just talking about where it's uh, always quite clear what the best option is yeah yeah Cause Especially because you have four minds on it playing together on a team. And then it's one like, person always ends up taking over. It's or... just like any time there's any option, it's always like, oh, do this. This is what makes the most sense. <laughs> and I just don't like that because you, you could just play it out like it's like a computer program where it's just executing the, the option that has the highest likelihood of being successful. Yeah. I just like more diffuse strategy, I think. That's why last time I we played Pandemic, we have, or I say we, but it's like, my friends Josh and Tyler, who still live in San Diego County, mm -hmm. and uh, they have the expansion on the brink, which gives you the option of the uh, bioterrorists. Oh, okay. And I wanted to play the bioterrorists, and they were like, listen, it's already hard enough to win as it is. Right, We don't right. need someone fucking it up in the background. I yeah. Was like, I want to try it. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> I like that. I like the sound of that. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. 
so many good games out there. It's good. It's a good time. What? Five Tribes is really good. What is it? Five Tribes. Five Tribes. I haven't played that one. That's a game that came out last year that was, I think, pretty popular. Um, Seven Wonders? I like Seven Wonders. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Got the draft I, mechanic. It's a Yeah, nice drafting chill. is fun. Yeah. Five Tribes is great, though, man. It's like, it uses Mancala mechanics. Are you, are you oh, familiar yeah, yeah. with that game? Yeah. Basically, you pick up these meeples and you drop them off as you move. And wherever you drop the last meeple, depending on what color it is, you get a certain amount of points in different ways. For example, blue meeples, you just get a certain amount of points for every every tile around it that is the color blue. Green meeples, you get these cards that you then collect sets of and get points. Yeah. Red meeples, you can eliminate a meeple a certain number of tiles away. And in eliminating a meeple, clearing the tile, you get to occupy the tile and get a certain number of points. Ooh. It's just... It's a very interesting game because there's so many ch- turn. There's so many options. It's a full board with tons of meeples on it. Yeah. You can pick up any one and walk any direction. So the number of possible moves is like huge. Every turn is huge. Yeah. And every time you drop a meeple off, it adds a meeple to that space. Okay. Thereby creating a lot of other moves that the other player can do. So every time you take a move, it drastically affects the, the board state. Yeah. And every time it's your turn, there's so many options. So you gotta be and careful. you also bid on turn order. So that's Ooh. another thing where it's like if you see a quite good move, you can bid high on for to be first, basically. It's yeah. really interesting. It's just a great game. I think the I think it's like one of the best games. Five tribes, that's cool. It's good. Um, it's got kind of like a Aladdin theme kind of to it. Alright. Oh good. Arabian Nights, have you played that? I haven't. It's really it's cool. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's not co op, but like you've you you wanna follow the stories of each character because uh-huh. you're like, Oh that's cool. Oh you're fighting a djinn right now? Like yeah. good luck with that. And then you you have a lot of different mm-hmm. options with every scenario, and there's a lot of different options uh, for each scenario to play oh, out. Oh, cool. And, yeah. Man, I'm worried people listening to this podcast might be getting, like, too horny, you know? <laughs> all, this board, all this board game talk might be a little too horny out there. It is pretty sexy. But yeah, it's crazy to me. <laughs> I don't you know. get that meeple and you tweak it just yeah, right? Yeah, good luck to all those listeners. <laughs> yeah. If anything, they'll go into it being like, all right, let's learn about board games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. Not that I think board games are nerdy. I don't really think that. But um, yeah, no, it's not a. We're casting a fun. small net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the but the people who are listening right now. Die hard fans. Listen, yamitators, if you're listening right now and you're like, I love board games, tell tell the podcast about it. Yeah. Tell us Suggest all. some new games. <laughs> Not Monopoly, not Life, Yeah. not Clue. I played Scrabble on Saturday, though, and it was pretty fun. I liked it. It can be fun if you get the if you get good letters. Yeah, it was fun, though, because <laughs> I think Scrabble is the best classic game. Yeah. As far as, like, the big number of games that people know. It's fun. It's like you're using words, which is cool. I had fun, actually. It was, it was, a, fun, yeah. it was a fun day. Let's see what words I can make. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, all those games. Oh, um, yeah, man. What else? Uh, oh, I saw you in um, you and Brent in and Brandon, I think Wardell mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a was it a music video or Funny or Die or? Oh, really? Yeah, it was some like a half half pipe scene or quarter pipe or something in some backyard. Maybe. Oh, really? Oh, 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 that was, uh, oh, wait, was that Pound House? I don't know. I don't think so. 
I was in that skateboarding. Poundhouse? Yeah, Doug Lessenhop, Doug Pounds. But I don't know if you Webster's? were skating in it. Oh. This well, is, I was definitely skating in that. This was recent, I think. Are you sure it was me? Last year or so. Interesting. I mean, I'm good friends with Brent and Brandon, and I've done stuff with them. I thought so. But I can't think of a situation where I was skateboarding. And I can't even remember what the video was. Well, I was definitely in an episode of Poundhouse Skateboarding, okay. which is Doug's, Doug and Brent's um, web series on Jash. Um, I was definitely in that. Oh, it was a preview while I was watching uh, Douglas movies for... For Poundhouse. Yep. There okay. you go. That's funny. I knew because I was, I was, I mean, it sounded exactly like that. Um, there you go. So I haven't seen it, but I saw oh. you in the preview. Okay, well, like, yeah, oh, the cool. preview's great. If you, if you guys want to check out that preview, watch, watch the Douglas movies episode and wait for the end and check out the preview. It's definitely good. Yeah, yeah, yeah check out the preview. Don't yeah, watch what, the show. What Douglas, Don't watch what Douglas the... movies episode was it? Oh. Um, it was... I don't even remember. Okay, well, if you guys want to check me out, definitely check out the Doug's, Doug Loves Movies, you know, video, whatever that is, and, and watch that fully to the end, and at the end you'll see a nice little preview of me, and don't click that, but maybe watch another Doug Loves Movies, and maybe you'll get another preview, and... Oh, no, it wasn't Doug good. Loves Movies, it was Getting Doug With High. Oh, yeah, watch Getting Doug With High, yeah. Actually, while you're at it, check out Doug Loves Movies, because that might be funny, too, you know, you never know. Definitely check out all that Doug stuff, and then one of them might be a preview of me. <laughs> Definitely take a listen. Take a listen to that preview. Yeah. Woo. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> you might be tempted to fast forward through the episode, but <laughs> no, definitely watch the whole thing. Don't do it. Makes Act the, like makes it's the, live. Yeah, it makes the preview all the, all the more exciting. <laughs> oh, are you watching any good shows right now? There's so many good shows out. I, uh, I am, but I'm just not really <laughs> caught up. I mean, I'm watching, you know... Uh, Sunday nights exploded. Yeah, I just don't really. I never really sit down and watch stuff because I'm not home that often. I'm like I'm always out, so I just don't really see the time where I'm gonna devote to that. But you know, I'm caught up with Game of Thrones, which is great. Yeah, uh, I'm watching True Detective. I've seen like three episodes of the first of this new season. I think it's fine. Oh, yeah. Everyone complains about it, but I think it's good. Um, I am not watching anything else right now. I watched a couple episodes of Wet Hot American Summer, which was funny. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. Currently, I watch Shark Tank. That's like the only show I'm caught up on. I just think it's good. Well, that's because that's hey. like a show where I can be cooking dinner and be having oh, it on yeah, the background, yeah. and it's very easy and fun. Any good uh, Shark Tank episodes? Any good? Um, I mean, they're all good. Inventions where you're like, oh. I mean, I straight up bought some stuff up from really? that show. Yeah, yeah, cleaning products. I use these cleaning products at my house that okay. I bought from Shark Tank. I just re-upped and bought another box. <laughs> nice. Just like I'm like they're just like good natural cleaning products that work and they smell good and. Yeah. Yeah, and the Shark Tank approved, so <laughs> it's good for me. But no, there's some Shark silly stuff on there. Approved. There's nothing that I've like. It's not stuff that I care about. It's all usually pretty silly, but yeah. it's fun. It's Has just... there been anyone that gone on there with like some really good, like a uh, like solar powered something? There's nothing or... that's like categorically like game changing or anything or is it all mostly like infomercial type stuff no there's some cool stuff i mean there's stuff that's like you know like th there's a lot of infomercial type stuff yeah. some of it is just straight up like kind of like a decent business that's doing well like almost like a chipotle type fast food fast casual restaurant yeah. and they invest in that some of it's just like and they bring some of the food for them to try and be like, yeah they bring some food or, yeah like, okay, there's we'll one there's like this kind of cute like young like you know eight-year-old 
like black kid who's like making these bow ties. Yeah. Like he's he was really cool and he Out like, of what? Just old material? No, like new material, just like making his own bow ties. He's just like this really well dressed, like eight year old little kid and he's making his bow ties. And Damon, the guy who started Fubu, he like didn't back him but he became like his mentor. And that little kid's like his bow ties Ooh. are selling in like uh Neiman Marcus and stuff like he's doing really well they do updates they do updates of old episodes so that kid's really cool actually he's like he's probably the coolest person who I've seen on the show um and you know he makes little bow ties and stuff uh he's cool so it's all just like kind of smart business there's nothing that's like oh my god this is the best invention ever yeah yeah. there's like silly inventions there was one last week that was like this device there's like this $200 device that you put your phone in it at night, and it uses, like, ultraviolet rays to disinfect your phone. Oh. Which is just kind of like, all right, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's just kind of like, people aren't really thinking about that. It's like creating a creating a solution when the problem doesn't really exist for most people. Yeah. Even if it turns out there are some bacteria on your phone, most people don't really care about but, that. Like, really OCD people are going to jump all over that. I though. guess, but, yeah, I mean, it's silly. It's silly. <laughs> they called it phone soap. It's like this $200 device that you put your phone into. So there's some stupid stuff for sure. I think I've heard of something like that, and I was like, "Wow, you must be really worried about germs if you're getting yeah, that for your phone." I know. <laughs> I mean, well, also, you can just use like a wipe, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it does the same thing. But the Shark Tank guys just pull out a thing of Clorox wipes. Kind of. Like, I mean, they were kind of like, "What about like we just this? use this?" I don't think they got an investment. I don't think people. Are into it. <laughs> it's a f- yeah. It's a good show. You lose. Get off my property. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons? Did you watch Simpsons back in the day? I did. I, I watched it growing up. I never kept up with it. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I don't like watch it all the time. Is it still on the air? Yeah, uh, I think it's on break right now until the next season. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's a good show. I don't have anything negative about it. It's yeah. funny. Well done. I just didn't really like. I was never obsessed, and I think, yeah, I never was obsessed with it or anything. Yeah, I just quoted the episode where um, it was Homer's enemy. So the guy who comes into town, oh, okay. self-made man, oh, okay. and then he's like. He was going to be made executive vice president, and then he walks in, and then uh, Mr. Burns already forgot about him, and he's like, Smithers, I just found, I just saw a story about the most heroic dog. He saved a woman from oncoming traffic and threw a, a robber in front of it. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make him my executive vice president. That's the funny. The dog. <laughs> yeah, it's good jokes. <sighs> so you haven't seen that one? No. <laughs> right, I'll go check it out right now. I will go check it out. Like it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. <clears throat> oh, how do you feel about the new Star Wars coming out? Um, I don't know. Any, I saw a preview. Looks good. Yeah. I'm not like super into Star Wars or super not into it. Yeah. I think it's good. Sh- good movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not not leaning one way or the other. No, I think they're entertaining yeah. movies. I don't like watch them regularly. Yeah. I don't like care about the world or read about it or don't have too strong of an opinion, but. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be good. I mean, the preview looked good, but then again, you could make a preview look dramatic and good, but it may not necessarily be a good product. Yeah. The well, new Mission Impossible was really fun. Uh, yeah, I, I just did saw see it. it. I liked it. I should yeah. have thought it was good. There was a couple. There was a couple parts where I was like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, did you laugh when the car flipped a million times? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> that was a little bit silly. That looked like it was like gonna kill them. Yeah. I was like. Oh, a million flips? <laughs> but I really liked, I thought the movie was good because I just, I hate movies where it's like, the stakes don't really make sense, and like the, like they create, they try to create this like high tension situation 
but the stakes are like very confusing and not really relevant and yeah. the plot like doesn't really add up like i saw ant-man the day before and it was fine but i was just like this is the stakes for this are so stupid it's like this guy works for them and they can't like did you see it yeah it's like this guy works for them but they're not able to like get into his thing but they like oh, he owns the building that he's working in oh the just, wasp guy yeah like, just uh, the whole thing like the enemy wasp, like the bad uh, guy whatever the bad guy in yellow that movie. jacket yeah whatever the bad guy was like the guy they were trying to go for the whole time they both like worked for him worked with him he was like you know because pym started the labs yeah and then the one guy was like i'll kind be of taking mentor, it over or yeah. you know mentor me and then he made his own labs. But no, he, it, right? no, it's still owned by the Pym guy. Like he still owned the lab. Oh yeah. And so then just like the like... whole thing where it's like you're trying to get this thing from this guy, but he works for you, and you could probably get it a different way. And it's like shrinking this guy down to an ant. Literally the only way you can get this thing. Like all that just seems <laughs> to make no sense. And the stakes were kind of confusing. It's also like, what is he going to use this for? They didn't really set it up. So for me, I just didn't really care about any of the action or any of the drama because the stakes didn't really make sense in my mind because yeah. it just felt like not as big of a deal as they were making it out to be or they made it seem like this is the absolute only way to get this thing, when in reality it seemed like there were probably a lot of other ways. Whereas Mission Impossible, it was like, yeah, these guys are bad, we don't want them to do this, we <laughs> want to bust them. Oh, they have our friend, we gotta rescue them. Like, that all made complete sense, yeah. and like, the the action then was justified because the stakes are something I cared about as a viewer. Yeah. I just, I feel like a lot of movies fail to, to have stakes that make sense. Well, with the, with the whole Ant-Man thing and the bad guy, I was confused as to why he kept trying to shrink things. Yeah, all that too. is like, what? Because is... it was like, if you really found the thing that makes it work, then you would just need the suit and two buttons. Yeah, all there's all sorts of weird stuff. But it was fun. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was funny and there were fun really parts fun. and the characters were fun. I like, had fun watching it. When they're but having I just... the fight as both of them very small at the train set. Yeah, oh, that was, so that was cool. But I just didn't care <laughs> about the action, I guess. Whereas Mission Impossible was like, oh, every scene in this movie makes sense and contributes to an overall plot that is cohesive and i never saw the one before that yeah i didn't see the other mission impossibles <laughs> but it still made sense you didn't see any of the other ones and i didn't but it still made sense to me not even the original with the hanging thing? i might have seen scenes from it yeah. you know but yeah. maybe not the whole thing you saw the preview but you didn't click on it yeah i saw it after an incredible doug loves movies i saw a great preview <laughs> brought it back around mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I, I'm trying to think of a movie I saw that I liked I mean yeah you see It Follows yeah that was really good that was good and yeah. it was like perfect just length overall creepy yeah. movie yeah it was good <laughs> um yeah do you think there's fun. gonna be a sequel to that I think they yeah, could make one they could but I don't know I mean it felt it pretty might, like yeah. perfect yeah I don't think if they don't it's fine yeah I think it was like a perfect story because if they do they have to call it like it still follows yeah yeah <laughs> they follow or yeah. another one <laughs> no I'm I'm not on oh, board oh Inside Out was really really great I still haven't seen that that's the best yeah it was awesome yeah with the um, I heard that Herman's Head which is old show from like the 60s maybe mm-hmm. tried to do yeah yeah that, I've heard that where it was like yeah a bunch of or 80s, I think. I've heard about that. Oh, 80s? Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But I've heard people t- reference that. It's yeah. Good. It's well done, though. It's funny. It's good. Yeah. I'll have to see it. There's a bunch of Disney movies I still haven't seen. I haven't seen Frozen. I haven't seen Finding Nemo. Oh, Finding Nemo's good. I haven't seen Frozen. Uh, I haven't seen uh, uh, Big Hero 6. I haven't. That was supposed to be fun. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. TJ's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the kid, right? I don't know. Oh, probably. I think so. From the previous or a robot, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. 
talking about a movie we haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> very, very fun. Very informative. Remember that part of the preview? Yeah. I haven't seen a preview. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so with gaming and everything, when did you first get into all of it? Well, in college I played, you know, uh, like, Settlers of Catan a lot. That yeah. kind of got me into it. And then actually, um, I think when I got into deeper games is... Uh, Brent Weinbach, who's a friend, was visiting Portland for a show or Bridgetown or something like that, yeah. and he brought this game Modern Art that I had heard about, and he was he had kind of told me about it, and then I played it with a group, and it's just really fun, and it's like a really good auction bidding game, but the it's another one of those things where it's like not always clear what the best move is, and, yeah. and it's like the interaction is really fun, and the auctions are really cool and well done, and he introduced me to that, and then I played that, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, and then I think I bought that. And then I kind of looked into other games that were similar yeah. or whatever. And then when I moved down here, um, just started buying more and more games and started playing games with this group of people and just kind of got deeper and deeper into it. Yep. So I think it was Settlers of Catan and then Modern Art, which is out of print, but you can still find it cool. on Board Game Geek and What's stuff. What's that one about? What's the main... It's, it's oh, cool. Yeah, you're, you're an art dealer. On, you're an okay. art dealer and you're selling paintings, <laughs> but you're also an art collector. And whichever artist... There's five different artists. Whichever artist sells them like whichever artist has the most paintings that have been bought that season yeah. their art is worth the most money oh. so you're setting the market by introducing paintings into the auctions that's cool. so it's kind of like represents the real art world where it's like if a couple dealers express interest in a specific artist everyone else is like oh that person's hot right yeah, now yeah, yeah, and yeah. they jump on it yeah so you're setting the tone of the market in the auctions that you make that you put up yeah it's pretty fun that's it's, cool. it's well done it's like is it all cards it's all just like tiny little like yeah cards that look like they're little paintings they're like they're fake artists there's like light metal yoko um <laughs> yoko? Kristen p oh light metal yoko Kristen p um what are the other oh crypto and there's one more one more artist i'm oh and carl gitter yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. carl gitter and uh, they all have like different painting styles. It's really silly. They're really good. Yeah, they're good. I mean, <laughs> I tell you, you get a good Kristen P out there. <laughs> I'm bidding. Did you see her last work of art? Yeah, and, and we Did do it. See it. And we do a thing that's not part of the rules, but that creates a fun situation. Not role play, but like <laughs> you introduce the name of the painting and where and why the artist made it and like how it's important to her body of work. That's kind of fun too, because they don't have names. Just, but they're all the paintings are different. Yeah, that's you kind have of flavor fun. to the game. I like. It's fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. So that's kind of what got me into board games. Oh, that's awesome. I think one of the games that got me into it was... Ticket to Ride. Yeah, I think Ticket that to Ride was... is okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, my friend Mike, who I play with a lot, he, say, he says that Ticket to Ride should be Monopoly in terms of the game that everyone in the U.S. has and plays growing up. Yeah. Because the mechanics are better. It's like... It's luck, but it's not like crazy just rolling a dice. You're actually making you're making strategic decisions. <laughs> it's got the U.S. It's got this cool train route. The theme is fun. Yeah. That should be the game that everyone plays. And you can go to different countries. There's yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't play it much, but I think it's good. I I, I respect it. Yeah, Ticket to Ride Seasons was another one. Oh, I didn't do that. And then um, we played Seasons so much where we were just like, all right, let's play some more games. Yeah, and yeah, we, like, yeah. Sold Seasons back to the store because we were like. I don't think we're going to play it oh, anymore. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Libertalia? I just played that for the first time a couple days ago. I don't know. It's it. like a pirate-themed okay. game. Yeah. All right. So there's, like, booty, and then, like, people kill off other uh, people. And we played this game for a while called Lifeboat, and it's kind of interesting. It's, like, six people, or it's however many people you're playing with, you're stuck on a lifeboat. Yeah. And the whole point is to, like, make it to land and get 
like stay alive kind of yeah. and at the beginning of the game are there rations and stuff not rations but at the beginning of the game you're given two cards and one of them is the person you secretly love and one of them is the person you secretly hate Ooh. and you get more points if the person you love lives Loves. and less points if the per more points if the person you hate dies so oh, you can wow. fight each other and you start fights for like different point values and, <laughs> and you can like if someone starts a fight with someone you can like jump on either team because you're trying helping the person you love <laughs> this is really interesting and I don't think the game is that great but it's fun, and, and, fun yeah. and there's some fun stuff with it and uh, everyone has like different powers and and you just try and get to land and, and it's like you keep drawing cards and people get like thirsty or they get yeah. they get like hurt and are hungry drink some salt water yeah stuff like that happens <laughs> and then you keep drawing cards until you see three seagulls and once you see the third seagull you hit land and then oh. it's whoever has the most points it's kind of interesting but yeah. like, you die often and i don't yeah. know it's kind of crazy hard to win yeah it's hard to win yeah. yeah yeah i love those games that are like hard to win but then you're like let's do it again <laughs> yeah 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 we don't play it anymore but it's good the, the theme is really fun i think yeah it sounds similar to uh, Castaways, where oh, okay. yeah, you're on Makes an sense. island. It's, it's cool because there's a big story deck, mm -hmm. and then you go off and explore, and when you're exploring, you're like trying to finally get to the top of this mountain uh -huh. to put up a, a, some signal to be like, help us, we're here. Mm -hmm. But you also have to spell out help in the sand, like where you are. And then so while you're going through... It's cooperative? Through, uh, yeah. Okay. And so while you're going through the story deck, it'll be like it'll have like some choose your own adventure type elements. So it'll be like, there's this monkey that hit you in the head with a coconut. Do you either throw it back at him or just ignore it? Huh. And then that'll affect like story later. Oh, cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, a lot of games out there. Yeah. A lot of good games. Mm. Simple games. Zombie dice. Mm. All right. That's good with the expansions. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Uh, video games? I played video games a lot growing up. Yeah. I don't find that it's a good use of my time anymore, but I sometimes play a little bit. Yeah. But I, it's, these games these days, they're so complicated and there's so much going on that with and the frequency... they're so good. Like, they draw They're good. In, yeah. But the frequency that I play games, <laughs> what will happen is I'll get a game and I'll play it for a few hours and I'll really like it. And then I won't come back to it for three or four weeks because yeah. I don't really make time to play video games. Yeah. And then I'll completely forget where I am in the story, how to play the game, like what I'm supposed to do next. And then <laughs> so I just don't end up playing it because I'm like, oh, I have no idea what to do. I forget that I even own the game. Yeah, I really do. I just like get it and I'm like, okay, I don't remember what does what. I can figure out the buttons, but then I'm like, I have no idea where I am or where I need to go next. So then I just like don't play it because I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I mean, I have a game system and I play sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, the last game system I bought was the Wii. Oh, okay. <laughs> the original Wii. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. <laughs> Some good games on that. Yeah. So I play most of my games on the computer. Okay. I was I did computer gaming as a kid. Oh man, there's so many good games. You play that that new Blizzard game? Uh, Heroes, Heroes of the Storm. Storm? Yeah. yeah. My brother plays that. It's, yeah. I played it when I was visiting. Seems cool. It's good. Yeah. It's like and they keep adding characters. Yeah. It's cool. Like they just added Leoric, and I'm like. That's cool. Okay. And the, you can be the butcher from Diablo. Oh, cool. Have cool. you played Diablo three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. played that. Yeah, I was really into Diablo two in high school. I so I tried out three, but then I didn't. Oh, okay. I was just I I played it for a little bit and then I stopped. Yeah, the uh, the real money auction house kind of broke it. Yeah, apparently people were saying that. And then they yeah they took it out and it's like, it's still fun. You get more drops now. Okay. Like. Yeah, I didn't. I stopped. <laughs> I play. I you know I got to the top. I got to the high level. You know I beat. I beat it and yeah. then I stopped playing. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Heroes of the Storm's really good. That was my first MOBA. Okay. Because I, I tried playing League of Legends, and mm. my friends had already been playing for six months. Yeah, that's supposed to be really complicated. Yeah, right? it had been out for a while, and I was just like instantly dead, instantly yeah. dead. And I was like, Ugh, I'm not Same with that Dota game. I think it takes a long time to, Dota, to yeah. understand it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, I like games. I just it's not a priority for me time wise. Yeah. So I don't play as much. Yeah. Or uh, ever. So speaking of, well, I'll tell you after. It's my my buddies made a game. Oh, cool, cool. But I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Save it. Yeah. Off mic. Yeah. Of course. You guys can't hear about this yet, yeah. but it's it's pretty damn good. Okay. <laughs> Do you uh do you want to plug stuff? I feel like this has been a good episode. So um, I mean, definitely check out you know, you know, getting Doug with high yep. and and I'll yep. be that preview at the end. <laughs> definitely just check that out. No, I don't know. I do stand up all over Los Angeles. I have a show called Good Looks, which is a once a month show. Have you come to that? Good Looks. Oh, oh you should come to that. It's good. Ian Where, Carmel and I run it. It's a once a, it's a monthly show downtown, ten eighteen South Santa Fe Ave. It's like, it's like near Bestia in Stumptown. I don't know if you know that in the downtown arts district. Uh-uh. It's good. It's a it's a monthly show. We've been doing it for like a year and a half, and it's like every show is a huge crowd, and we have really good lineups, and it's just awesome. It's That's just been really fun, and it's in a cool warehouse space. Um, it's the last Tuesday of every month. It's called Good Looks. It's just consistently been like going really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has good sets, and the crowd's really fun. That's awesome. So I do that every month, and then just to stand up all over town, and um, maybe one of these days I'll be in a you know. Uh, this, uh, another preview. Another preview or another <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but until then, you know, we'll see. I'm around. I do stuff. I play games. Yeah. I um. Oh, how much is the show? How much is Good Luck? It's free. Oh, nice. Free. Yeah, cool. that's part of it. Yeah, hear that, Yamatators? It's free. What's your podcast called? Yamatat. That's short for You and Me and Thoughts and Talk. Oh, okay. With Doug Culp. Oh. So Got it. Call my listeners Yamatators. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard you say that earlier. And I, just, <laughs> like, I, don't know I, what hoped means. I just was hoping it didn't happen again. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Couldn't stop it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get uncomfortable a second time, you gotta call it out. He's <laughs> like, what did okay, you do? What is happening? What is going on? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I do stand up all over town. I'm oh, nice and friendly. Uh, I have a Twitter, it's my full name. <laughs> Andrew Michan, M-I-C-H-A-A-N. Yeah. Confusing, but that's how you say it. It's pretty easy. It's in the yeah. title of the episode. Yeah. I think they'll, get, I it, think they'll get it, you know. <laughs> um, that's about it. I'm around. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know. That's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. it for, that's it for me, I guess. Awesome. I, I hang out. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, no, it was good. It was, uh, you know, maybe a bit polarizing for some who aren't into board games or... Well, yeah. movies are fun, but maybe but, they'll get into those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once they've heard this enthusiasm? I mean, games are fun. It's a fun <laughs> way to get to know people. It's a fun way to interact socially. I think you, if you, like, meet someone and then play a bunch of, like, deep strategy or just social fun games, like, I don't, I play games that take 20 minutes. Like, I like Resistance yeah. and all yeah. these games that are just more social. I feel like if you meet someone and then you play games with them for three hours... You know, like, so much more about the type of person they are yeah. and how their brain works yep. and, and, like, the way they operate. It's really And, like, I have a lot of friends who I've met by, like, playing games with them, and mm-hmm. I feel like I know them much better than people I see often just, like, at a comedy show and just say, hey, what's up? And they say, hey, what's up? And that's it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just a really good way to get to know someone. I really like it, and I really value it for that reason. Yep. Because yeah. it's casual, and... Yeah, yeah people can make yeah. jokes. People can, like... 
you know, you can. I've I've had people who have like played with, and I like they're like just not into games. They're not good at it, and it like kind of like, I'm like, all right, this maybe isn't my kind of person. Yeah. You know, just because. Yeah. Their brain doesn't work the same way mine does. Have you been to Game House? I like Game House. It's good. It's good. Like, yeah, it's I haven't really been there in a while, but it's good. The reason why is because my friend Mike has so many games that it's like we just play Might it. Well. At, yeah, he has every game we'd want to play. Yep. But I do like Game House. It's a good idea. Yeah. And I encourage people to go there. Yeah, it's Game House. It's Game House in Glendale. Yeah, just play, play you pay a few five dollars. Play as many games as you want. Yeah, they have like a thousand board games. In All right, there. I gotta go play Magic actually. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna let you go. Thank you. And this has been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. And Thanks for having me, Doug. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs>